Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Word of God. We're working our way through the Gospel of John. Today is episode 152. We're looking at John chapter 13, verses 36 through 38. Let's read the passage. Lord, Simon Peter said to him, Where are you going? Jesus answered, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow me later. Lord Peter asked, Why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus replied, Will you lay down your life for me? Truly I tell you, a rooster will not crow until you have denied me three times. Well, this is continuing the narrative of the Last Supper. We had the encounter with Judas. Jesus said, Somebody's going to betray me. Everybody was confused and asked, Who? Jesus said, it's the one that I dip the morsel into the bowl and and give him the morsel of bread. And he did that with Judas. Then Judas left. And after Judas had left, now Jesus talked about God glorifying himself and God glorifying Jesus. Then he said, I give you a new command. Love one another. Just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. So he gave this command, this uh, essence of the covenant community, which we call Christianity, but it's just the, the community of God's people. The primary mark of this community is to be love for one another. So he's just given this primary job, the one thing we are called to do above all else, love one another. But, but he had said before that, I, I'm not going to be with you for, for just a, a little while longer, and where I'm going, you cannot come. Peter seems to have missed the whole thing about the primary command I'm calling you to do is to love one another. He said, wait, wait, what about that? You're going and we can't go there. So verse 36, Simon Peter says, Lord, where are you going? And Jesus says, where I am going, you cannot follow me now but you will follow later. Now, from our perspective, we we know what he's talking about. He's going to the cross in just a few hours. He's going to die as a sacrifice for sin for the world. And then later, he's going to go to heaven. Jesus says, well, where I'm going, you can't follow me now, but you will follow me later. That is, you are going to die later on and go to heaven. But verse 37, Lord Peter asked, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Now, the words he uses are almost verbatim what Jesus had used back in chapter 10, verse 11, where Jesus was talking about the good shepherd. And he said, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And of course, we know what he's talking about, that he will die for the sins of the world. But Peter uses almost the identical words here and says, I will lay down my life for you. The irony here, Peter is saying, Jesus, I'm going to lay down my life for you. But it's just in a few hours, Jesus is actually going to lay down his life for Peter. And not just Peter, but for the sins of the world, for you and for me. So this is what's really going on. Then in verse 38, Jesus replied, Will you lay down your life for me? Truly I tell you, a rooster will not crow until you've denied me three times. So here's a truly I tell you. This uh, Remember in the original language, it's amen, amen, I say to you. 
Now, in order to translate it in a language we understand, it's, he's, he's making a big point. Pay attention. This is something important. Every time he says that, it's something to pay attention to. And what he wants to get across to Peter is, Peter, you don't get it. You think you're going to lay down your life for me. Really, I'm going to lay down my life for you. But you're so not going to lay down your life for me that you are going to deny me three times. And he says, before a rooster crows. A rooster will not crow until you've denied me three times. Now, it's not that there's anything magic about the rooster. What he's saying is, tonight, when does a rooster crow? In the morning. So it's already evening, and Jesus is saying, before morning, you will deny me three times. And we'll see in chapter 18, actually, a rooster does crow right after his third denial, as if to put a big old exclamation mark on that. So, what do we make of this? Well, one is Peter missed the main thing. Jesus is is telling them what's going on and what's going to happen. And, and similar to what Peter had a problem with earlier, where he was trying to correct Jesus, here he's not just taking Jesus for what he says and says, so what do you want me to do in all of this? He's trying to challenge Jesus. What do you mean I can't go there? Yes, I will go there. And in fact, I'm ready to lay down my life. Now, we've got to love Peter. I mean, his heart's in the right place. He really does think, and, and it's not that he's a, a, a chicken, because we know at the arrest, Peter will draw a sword and be ready to go to battle, be ready to die for Jesus. But then later on, when things seem hopeless, when Jesus seems to be going to the cross, which he will be, Peter will actually deny knowing Jesus three times. So for us, it's, well, one, make sure we don't miss the main thing. Sometimes we get caught up doing things, but miss the main calling. What is our primary calling as followers of, of Jesus? One is to know God, to, to keep growing in our relationship with God, to keep growing as followers of Christ. Our main calling is to love one another. And Jesus said in passage we looked at yesterday that it, this is the evidence of people will see that you are my followers. And the way it should be is people see followers of Christ and say, wow, the love those people have for one another is amazing. And that should be part of what draws them to our community of Christ followers is the love we have for one another. And don't think too highly of ourselves at, uh, well, what I am going to do. Peter's saying, I will lay down my life for you. Well, anything we do that matters for God is going to be only through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's going to be God empowering us, God guiding us to do anything that actually matters. It's not going to be anything in our own strength. Peter doesn't understand these things yet, and we we can't really criticize him too much. We wouldn't do any better in that situation ourselves. But he's missed the main point, and he's, well, he thinks too highly what he's going to be able to do in his own strength. So the solution is, well, make sure we're doing it in Christ's strength. Make sure we're doing it in the strength of the Holy Spirit. Also make sure we're doing the right things, that we're doing the main things. Thanks for joining me. 
Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of John.